Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is proud to be supporting the work of the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young, or CRY for short. Hi, I'm Dr. Stephen Cox. I'm the Chief Executive of the charity Cardiac Risk in the Young. Every week in the UK, there are at least 12 fit and healthy young people who die suddenly from undiagnosed cardiac conditions. In 20% of young sudden cardiac deaths, there are symptoms which can occur before the cardiac arrest. And the red flags are exercise-related chest pain, exercise-related passing out as well as a family history of young sudden death. So these are the red flags, the warning signs, which people do need to be aware of. But in 80% of young sudden deaths, there are no symptoms whatsoever. And often the photo of a young person in perfect health, smiling, could be taken just minutes before the collapse. And we know that um, these conditions can be identified through routine cardiac testing. If you want to find out more about free heart screenings, Go to testmyheart.org.uk. Hello. 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 What's your name? My name is... Last you heard from me, my wife Philpa, or even our daughter Rhea, was when we finally headed home after a fairly traumatic seven days in hospital. Let's go home, ladies. Lots happened after that, as you can imagine. But before we get into any of that, I have a secret to tell you. It's a pretty big secret, but I thought you should know. What you've been listening to was recorded two years ago. That's right, two years ago. I recorded the last seven episodes when Rhea was just born. But I didn't edit any of it until, well, now. Why? Well, yes, I procrastinated and delayed, but mostly because I went back to full-time work. And when I got home each evening, I was helping look after the baby, which proved a lot more time-consuming than I initially thought. 
I thought, oh, I'd be able to record lots more material when we got settled into family life. But do you know what I did with any spare minute I got? Sleep. Not record a podcast, sleep. Having a new kid is hard, man. So yeah, we're two years into the future, which is pretty cool, actually. Because you know in films when you have the happy ever after, you never really get to see what happens after the ever after. But now that we're two years after our particular ever after, we can fill you in. So instead of the episodes I planned on recording and editing and then publishing, here's a really quick montage of some key moments. There was the first bath. No sleep. Babbling for the first time. Yeah, and what else did you do? Teething. First birthday and Christmas. Happy birthday to you. Starting nursery. Okay, bye, bye. Bye-bye. First steps. <laughs> Second birthday and Christmas. And that brings us to now. Raya at two years old. A funny, chatty, beautiful girl who likes nothing better than to stay at home. She even refuses to go to the park sometimes if it means she can just play at home with me and Philpa. She loves singing, dancing and Disney. I really, really don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden she's really got into princesses, Frozen. We didn't even put that on her. It's just like a natural thing. I don't know. I'm sorry. Anyway, come here and let me introduce you to Raya. Hey, is this thing on? Hey, is this thing on? Is this thing on? <laughs> hey, you did it good, I think. Um, can I ask you some questions now? Mm-hmm. Um, what's your... How old are you? I know you've got your hand up, but how many numbers is it? Ten. Ten? Are you ten years old? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I think you're two years old. Two. Two. What's your favourite colour? Pink. Just pink? And purple. And purple. Now, why is pink and purple your favourite colour? Because I love it. Okay, fine. Um, and what's your favourite film? Um, Aladdin. Who's your favourite in Aladdin? Mm, Jasmine. Princess Jasmine. And what else do I want to ask you? Oh yeah, do you like going nursery? No. No? No. So Rhea really is a mix of both me and my wife. I think she looks like me. She's definitely got my nose, goofy teeth and eyes. But then her most striking feature is her hair. A nest of long, curly, messy, straggly hair. That's all Philpa. She's got a single dimple in the same cheek that Philpa has too. And her personality, well, that's a mix also. I know, I know, babies have their own characters. But she's as stubborn as I am, but bossy like my wife. She's polite, affectionate when she wants to be, brave, confident, adventurous, yet cautious, imaginative, but lazy. I mean, 
you sometimes can't even get her out of bed. That's a bit like both me and Philpa, really. Speaking of which, perhaps we should catch up with Mummy. What are you doing right now? Hello, Justine. Hello. It's been a long time since I poked one of these in your face. Yes, it has, and it's not funny. I need to do an interview for the last episode. Okay, what do you want to know? Can you believe, firstly, two years have passed? No, I can't believe two years have passed. So much has happened. Uh, But also, it's gone so fast. So when we came home, I then went to work, and then you had a year maternity leave. What was that like? The first part was hard. It was really hard. I didn't think I knew what I was doing. It was like January, February, so it was quite cold outside still. Dark nights, dark mornings, baby not sleeping. And then it got better, and I think that's when I thought, right, I need to get to know this little girl and also work out what the hell I'm supposed to do with her. And You guys were busy, though. You, you filled we, your week up we, with stuff. Me and her were out pretty much every day. For my sake, more than hers, I needed to go out and see other adults, um, particularly adults who had babies and knew what it felt like to be with a newborn baby. I mean, there was this one secret day, which was really amazing, where I basically watched Bridget Jones's Diary and Bridget Jones's Diary, the second one, with her pretty much just slept on my chest. Now, obviously, I don't think you're supposed to do that, um, we did loads of fun things. We went swimming. We used to go swimming every week. We did baby sensory. We hung out with the NCT mums. Now, can we fast forward? Yeah. So then you had to go back to work? I was dreading that. I don't like change. And I get freaked out about how we're going to cope with something. Then when it came to me going back to work, I really did like going back to work. Going back to work is easier than looking after a child, I think. Yeah. Like, Which people might find odd if you haven't got a kid. Especially like, when you've got a two-and-a-half-year-old who chats like she's 13. Well, this is true. I think it's hard when you're very busy at work and you're busy at home because then you kind of feel like you're not getting either thing right. You have a lot of mum guilt. It's a very particular, special brand of guilt. I'm not sure if dads feel it. Maybe they do. But all the mums that I speak to definitely feel mum guilt. I feel it in... A number of ways. I feel it when I don't cook fresh food every day. I have a lovely. You should lady. have wife guilt for that. Not really. I feel it in the fact that I probably clean my house at least once a week, if not more. But I just don't get time because if I do those chores, when do I get time with her? And, and then it... you want to be a successful, ambitious woman yeah, yeah, that yeah. inspires and, Raya and in the career. you know, with my work as well. Job is full on and. Yeah, I think you just... She got guilt from all angles. Yeah. Can I tell you what I've also noticed just listening to you now? What? You've got a different tone in your voice now. Whereas I remember I've been listening back to the old audio and you sound like a little squeaky girl. Oh, we're having a baby. Oh, my word, this is how much it's going to cost. But now you sound like a real serious mom. It's because you're interviewing me at what time is it? Quarter to eleven. You are eating into my eight hours sleep that I could be getting. We're not getting eight hours sleep because what's so special about our Rhea right now? Oh, she's been waking up in the night for milk, which is a joke because she's like two and a half years old. 
And, oh, it's just never ending. <laughs> the joys of parenthood. This doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> oh, I don't want to sound all bitter and, like, I know, so I'm not. Say nice things, I'm not then. bitter at all. But this is the reality of having a kid, man. I know what some of you may be thinking. They don't sound as elated as you might think parents are meant to sound when talking about their child. We are, really. But, as I said, the reality of having a kid is not a lot of sleep at times. Trying to keep on top of your domestic and professional lives, trying to raise a polite, smart and healthy child, trying to finish a podcast. But the other side, which might not have come across, is the sheer emotion we've felt over the past couple years. I certainly have never felt anything as deep as the love I have for Rhea. And to reflect this, our truest feelings for her, I want to bring someone else into the studio. Hello, Philpa. Hello, Manish. Uh, can you describe my studio to everyone, please? So, this is really weird, but we're in bed with the sheet over us. Oui, oui, that's how we got in this mess in the first place. Anyway, at the start of this whole journey, I said I wanted to make a podcast for two reasons, really. One, I really wanted to create a series of my own. And two, more importantly, I wanted something that Raya could listen to when she's 18 years old and hear back at how we were when she was born. So with that second point, I wanted you and me to send Raya of 18 years old a message. You and me to her. You've got something prepared and so have I, so you first. Raya, I just can't believe that you actually are 18. Raya, I don't want to put anything too sickly sweet on here because, well, other people are listening and... Your mum's already done that. Your laughter is the most beautiful sound in my world. Your tears pull on my heart like nothing before. Rather than words, I hope my actions speak loudest. I hope that the look we give each other never changes. Your general squishiness, even as you are a toddler, reminds me of how blessed I am to have you. I hope that the secret smile you have for me never fades. Your little waving hand, your dancing, your crazy hair, your flappy ears and your goofy smile are imprinted on me for life. I hope that whether you're 2, 18 or 35, we can still catch each other's eyes and we'll both just know. Thank you for allowing me the honour of being your mum. Love, your dad. Okay, everyone. Um, so lots of people were watching and listening to the story of when Raya was born. And, well, hopefully lots of people, maybe not many people, maybe no one. No. Maybe no one. I don't know who has been. But now no. I think we have to tell them all that we need to carry on with our lives. We're not going to be making any more of these, so we need to say goodbye. So. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And after three, Mummy, Raya and me, bye. bye. What? Well, I'm going to say three. One, two, two three. Bye. bye.
want to say anything else, Raya? Yeah. What do you want to say? I love you. <laughs> Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.